Hey, Bible, y'all. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Y'all podcast for Monday, January 1st. Or if it's your first time here, because you made a New Year's resolution to read the Bible this year, which is how I got started with this in the first place, welcome aboard. My name is Paul. I'm a beach bum from the Gulf Coast of Florida, and I'm going to read the Bible to you this year. King James Version, because it's the prettiest. And just in case some of y'all are new at this Bible thing, every day me and my squaw Mary will try to help out by reviewing what we read yesterday. And I ain't claiming we're always right, or ever right, but like Bert Gummer said, I'm just doing what I can with what I got. Then we'll do what I call the 30 second meditation, which the idea is most podcatchers have a 30 second back button. So if you want to, you can listen to it and then keep hitting the back button and replaying it and meditate on whatever it was we was praying about that day. And I'm gonna be honest with you, reading the Bible ain't always easy. Even just listening every day can be a downright chore. And I don't want this to be that for y'all. So every day before we start, I do what I call the calendar gag. So as to wish you a happy whatever day it happens to be and give y'all an excuse to rejoice in a new day and maybe laugh some and maybe even sneak in a sermon on you when you ain't looking so that this Bible reading will be like a happy thing. Plus, when I wish y'all a happy whatever day, I genuinely want you to have one. Like for instance, today is New Year's Day. So happy new year. Speaking of which, ever wonder why we celebrate New Year's on January 1st and not on like a solstice or equinox or something, which are way easier to track and would make a lot more sense? It's cause the Romans were into messing with the calendar in a big way. And they made January the first month cause Janus is the god of new beginnings. And normally I'd have made fun of that for the first two minutes and 19 seconds, but the music's about over and we got things to do. Like our reading for today is Genesis 1-1 through 2-25, Matthew 1, 1 through 2, 12, Psalm 1, 1 through 6, and Proverbs 1, 1 through 6. So if y'all are ready, let's go. Okay, so if you're new here, this may seem a little weird because it's the first day of the year and we're starting over, but yesterday on December 31st, we finished last year's reading. We read all the last chapters and we thought about it. And for the sake of continuity, we're going to stick with our normal format. We thought about doing a double review yesterday and keeping all last year's reviews together, but honestly, that was too much work. And also, the end of the book is pretty much good news. So we figured we'd throw in these spoilers and give y'all something to look forward to, in case this is your first time through the Bible. But anyway, yesterday, on December 31st, we read Malachi 3.1 through 4.6. And he starts out by saying, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. So John the Baptist then, coming ahead of Jesus. And verse 2 calls him the refiner's fire, so definitely Jesus. And he shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver. Verse 5 says, And I will come near to you to judgment, and I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, and against the adulterers, and against false swearers, and a bunch more bad guys that he lists. And he did, about 400 years later. And he says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Jesus didn't end anything. He just moved us on to the next phase. Verse 7 says, Come back to me, and I'll come back to you. But y'all don't even hardly know you're gone. And verse 8 is a real famous verse. It says, Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, Wherein have we robbed thee? Well, in tithes and offerings. And then he says, Test me. If you tithe, I will open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. 
And this is the only thing in the whole Bible God says it's okay to test him on. And I can attest that if you tithe, your finances will get better. It's counterintuitive, but it's true. Then he reiterates how they don't even know they're in the wrong, but it's okay, because even they that tempt God are even delivered. And then chapter 4, he says, For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And that might refer to the white throne judgment. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. And that definitely sounds like millennial reign to me. And verse 5, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And Jesus said, John the Baptist represented the spirit of Elijah. And verse 6 calls him the end of the prophets. In other words, Malachi is not the end of the Old Testament. John the Baptist is. And regarding the tithe, it's a regular opportunity like the weekly Sabbath to remember and actually put God first. An opportunity to obey which shows God we love him and we trust him. That little bit, that little tithe, that portion, that first portion makes everything holy. And God says now, when we do this, he will rebuke the devourer for us once we are all in like he is when it comes to our money and our time. And here's one of my favorite verses, verse 16. This is one of the books that will be opened on Judgment Day. Then those who feared or treasured him spoke to one another. They fellowshiped around the word and honored the Lord in their conversation. It pleased the Lord so much. He had it written down in a book of remembrance. I don't think he stopped doing that. And he followed up with a promise for them that he would spare them have compassion on them as a man spares his own son who serves him. And then in the New Testament, we read Revelation 22, 1 through 21. And that starts out, And he shewed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So every month, there is going to be some kind of time there. And verse 3, And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servant shall serve him. No more sin, no more death, nothing will be lost. No more entropy or thermodynamics either, I guess. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there. And they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to shew unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. So the name of God, Emmanuel, God with us, it's finally going to be fulfilled. And verse 7, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And quickly is the Greek word taku. It's the same root that we get the word tachometer from. And it means rapidly, not shortly or soon. And the idea is once this starts, it's going to happen fast. Verse 8, And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which shewed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. Worship God. Worshiping angels must be an easy trap to fall into if even John has to be told twice not to do it. 
In verse 10, And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand, as opposed to the book of Daniel, which was sealed. Verse 11, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. Just like Johnny Cash said, Because the sinful condition of the lost is a permanent and eternal thing. Verse 12, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. Salvation is not by works, but reward apparently is. In verse 13, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs, and sorcerers, and whoremongers, and murderers, and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. And I'm struck that the tree of life is still around. It survived the flood and all of history. And that makes me think that there was way more to Eden before the fall than we can possibly understand. Verse 16, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star. He's the root and the offspring of David. That's deep. And the seven churches, is that what he means? Is that us? Are we the seven churches? Verse 17, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. And I can't wait. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life, and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. So be very careful how you preach this. And he wraps up by saying, He which testifieth these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. That's us. Whatever our condition, circumstance, His return is the answer. Say, Come. And Jesus says, Yes, I am, and quickly. And then in Psalms, we read Psalm 150, 1-6. And it's a straight-up praise psalm. It says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. And the word rendered firmament is the same that's used in Genesis 1-6. And it's properly translated an expanse, a thing spread out, like the universe and empty space, which is what I think the firmament is. It says, Praise Him for His mighty acts, with all kinds of musical instruments and dance. The sack butt, however, is not mentioned. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Bottom line, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Amen. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. The Lord likes it lively and loud. And then in Proverbs, we read Proverbs 31, 25 through 31. And it's still Lemuel's mother teaching him how to be. And it's more about the virtuous woman. It says, she shall rejoice in time to come. And that's better translated, she looks forward to the future not with anxious care, but with confident gladness. And she's smart and kind, and not idle, and her husband respects her. And then mom bottom lines it. She says, Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. So let her own works praise her in the gates. Her works speak for themselves, in other words. Yeah. And we're the bride of Christ. In verse 25, in the complete Jewish Bible version, it says it this way. Clothed with strength and dignity, she can laugh at the days to come. So, she is fearless with her confidence in God and can enjoy the ride. 
no sweat, not anxious, weary, or heavy laden because she takes joy in the mission. The joy of the Lord is her strength. But that's the end of our review of yesterday's study. Thanks for your help, babe. Our reading in the Old Testament for January 1st is Genesis 1-1 through 2-25. The Book of Genesis In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. And the evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb yielding seed after his kind and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales, and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and every living thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for me, and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Chapter 2. 
Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth, when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight, and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted, and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, that is it which compasseth the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. There is Bedellium and the onyx stone, and the name of the second river is Gihon, the same is it that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hittichel, that is it which goeth toward the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found an help meet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh instead thereof, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Our reading in the New Testament for January 1st is Matthew 1, 1 through 2.12. The Book of Matthew The Book of the Generation of Jesus Christ, the Son of David, the Son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob. And Jacob begat Judas and his brethren. And Judas begat Phares, and Zerah of Thamar. And Phares begat Ezram. And Ezram begat Aram. And Aram begat Amenadab. And Amenadab begat Naasan. And Naasan begat Salmon. And Salmon begat Boaz of Rechab. And Boaz begat Obed of Ruth. And Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. And Solomon begat Roboam, and Roboam begat Abia, and Abia begat Asa, and Asa begat Josaphat, and Josaphat begat Joram, and Joram begat Ozias, and Ozias begat Joatham, and Joatham begat Achaz, and Achaz begat Ezekias, and Ezekias begat Manassas. And Manassas begat Ammon, and Ammon begat Josias, and Josias begat Jeconias and his brethren, about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconias begat Salathiel, 
and Salathiel begat Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel begat Abiud, and Abiud begat Eliakim, and Eliakim begat Azor, and Azor begat Sadok, and Sadok begat Akim, and Akim begat Eliud, and Eliud begat Eleazar, and Eleazar begat Matan, and Matan begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Joseph the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are fourteen generations, and from David until the carrying away into Babylon are fourteen generations, and from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are fourteen generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is, God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Chapter 2 Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou Bethlehem in the land of Judah art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Our reading in Psalms for January 1st is Psalm 1, 1-6. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous." but the way of the ungodly shall perish. And our reading in Proverbs for January 1st is Proverbs 1, 1-6. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, 
to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels, to understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. And that's it for the first. Okay, y'all, let's do our 30-second meditation. Since it's New Year's, that's our theme for the week. And today's prayer is about Romans 12.1, which says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So hit the 30-second back button on your podcast player a few times and meditate with me for a little while on devoting our lives to God. Because prayer is the heavy artillery in the armor of God. So if you're ready, let's go. Father God, your word tells us that for all who are in Christ, the old has passed away and we are new creations, holy and imbued with your righteousness. And just as Jesus presented himself as the final sacrifice for our salvation, we too are living, breathing sacrifices to you, Lord. We are to sacrifice our time, talents, and treasures in your service. But more so, we are to devote our very lives to your will. Help us to do that, Father, to make you first on a list of one. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, that's all the Bible yawning I got for you tonight. Thank you, Father, for letting us study your word and for the gift of salvation through your Son, Jesus Christ. Please bless and keep everybody listening and let this podcast be helpful to them. Amen. You can find Bible Y'all on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Google, CastBox, and Facebook. If you like what we're doing and you want to support it, what I really need is for y'all to pray for me and Bible Y'all Squall and all our friends and family. If you got any prayer requests, email them to BibleYallPodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, just go on out and try to make the world a better place. And if you can't make the world any better, just try not to make it any worse. Thanks, everybody, and God bless y'all. Hey, Bible, y'all. Verse 25 in the Complete Jewish Bible, CJB. Start that over. I will.